cliffcentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the cliffcentral.com website where there's a show for you. Cliffcentral.com. It is Friday morning. This is Sex Talk with John T. Searle and Tamar. And it's so cool to be back in the studio. It's been like three weeks since we've been here. Wow. Because it was Sexpo, then we were in Mozambique. Mozambique at the retreat, and yeah. then we were in Mozambique. And this is just awesome. And some really cool friends of mine who I met recently, Chippy and Chantal. Good morning. Morning, John. Morning. So you've got to talk really close to the mic, like you're going to give it a really big smoocheroo or a blowjob or a whatever you want. You can do anything in the studio, but just know we take pictures. It's a safe space. <laughs> That's fine. To be, yeah, to be, to be in the internet yeah. in the end, somehow we'll find you. We'll get there. So an amazing day happening in South Africa. The roads wow. were so quiet on the way here. People all People over, um, walking around with South African flags, doing so many amazing things. Um, well done, South Africans. And we are talking about pleasure. <laughs> and I said it a few weeks ago, and I'll say it again. You want to change your life? You want to change the world? Change our country? Change the way you have sex? Mm. Be more conscious. Become more sexually conscious. You will become more conscious in life. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. Okay. You guys can't nod. You have to talk. Yeah. This is the radio. People can't see you. They're really beautiful. I'm going to post a lot of photos today on Twitter of them and Sexpo and what did they do in Sexpo. And that's going to be a great tease. Because these guys were part of our amazing team at Theater of the Erotic at Sexpo and the massage we're doing at our stand. They were incredible. Charlie, if you're listening, you are an amazing, amazing photographer. I can't believe that this magic happened in Sandon Convention Mm. Center, which is like, you know, Metropolitan High. And people didn't know And they didn't know They have to literally line up And beg to see you It's amazing Yeah So WhatsApp us on 079-748-2090 We want to hear What you're doing this morning What are you up to Is anybody protesting nude or topless? (laughs) I can do Nobody wants to see me But I'm going to go up Everybody's Well we have one stalker Who wants to see you Yeah and Dave Dave just now asked me When is the next picture With all due respect to you And this is not a reflection of you Dave will look at anybody naked That's not true You know he just also Explained to me How he's he's an amazing He has amazing golden hands and he yeah. makes women squirt. Yeah, I, I think know. he's just projecting a little bit there. Projecting as long as that he's not ejaculating, everything's fine. That's well, that's. yeah, I can only do that once a week at his age. <laughs> By Chinese doctor only recommendation. <laughs> yeah, with a with a prostate massage at oh, the same time. Apparently, yeah, milking doctors. Mm. Yeah, milking prostates. We'll get to we'll get to milking doctors and milking. We're prostates. not protesting. We are prostating. <laughs> Tomorrow, that is fantastic Thank from you. you. That is really Today we are prostating for the sake of South Africans, and yes. we are inviting you mentally to start working on your prostate. So maybe that's the way to fix a whole lot of this political stuff. For sure. Fisting. 
fisting oh, the politicians. That's a, that, you went far. Anal fisting without lube of the politicians oh until God. they Country, do their job we're not properly. With, we're not. We like just love, 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 love. That is love. It's like tough love. No, it's pegging, like, pegging. Like BDSM tough no, love. Pegging is love. Fisting <laughs> is sometimes the end of humankind. Well, no. You know, there are people who really enjoy that. Yeah, but you need to be prepared. I don't think, you know, specifically our president. Well, they didn't prepare us for what they That's were going to do. That's true. So you say fist for a fist. They just fucked us without lube. That's true. And as <laughs> Dave said before, we have to have lube. Have to have lube. To put someone into something. They can still have lube. Okay, but let's 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 prov- let's deprive them from the lube just for a while because they've been naughty. <laughs> they've been naughty. They have. Yeah. So maybe that'll sort it all out. Okay, I'm starting to tweet now all these hot pictures because I'm I'm, so, I'm already turned on. So our protest is non-lubed fisting for politicians. And we're also giving people the option to, you know, this is a platform to speak their minds and mm. to bring more fun and more pleasure to the world. So come, take advantage. Absolutely. So it is really cool to be back here. I loved being in Mozambique. It is just the most amazing place. For sure. Incredible. It's and we get in world. the water on the first morning and 50 dolphins in the water. Incredible. Magical, life-changing stuff We will have dates for our next retreat soon Hopefully, I think in August Because we're going back for a music festival Right Mozambique Yeah, there's unbelievable Yeah, I've never been before music. So it's the first time it's, I'm going to And I'm to glad Mozambique. you got tickets Because it's yeah. like selling out so yeah. quickly Yeah, Shanti and I booked Like As I came online, we booked Wonderful so off we go. Very cool, I'm it's excited It's super, super cool It's great vibes Absolutely So Let's talk about Chippy. Wait, are we doing dictionary or not today? Oh, oh yeah. You're right. Yeah, because yeah, I actually, yeah, I actually yeah. cheated a bit and I looked at the oh, word and I, I so want to see Chippy knows and Chantal knows. Oh. So I will tell you the word and then I'm going to tell you where it comes from. Okay. Ninja sex. Chocolate starfish. Twitter bag. Calipagian. Today's dirty dictionary word is olfactory philia. Dirty dictionary word. Olfactory philia. Any idea? Chippy, you don't allow to look it up. Because I can see you on your computer. <laughs> He's there. already. Yes. Olfactory philia. Any idea? No. Okay. She looks very confused. No. No. Something. Between me and Google, we know everything. Yeah. Between me and Google, <laughs> you know everything. Okay. Nothing three seconds online can't solve. Absolutely. But did, does the, the words say anything to you? Like, can you guess? Can you give us a sexy guess? Oof, no, no <laughs> sexy guess. I've got the answer here, but I can't get no. the link between odors and olfaction. Uh, <laughs> he's already on it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, message us on 079-748-2090. If you know. If you know what olfactory philia is or what you think olfactory philia is. It's not factory. And what your favorite olfactory philia is. Is because there are a few. There's mm. a lot of possibilities with that. I have a few, mm. and at the end of the show, we will tell you what mm. olfactory philia. So each, each one of us will have to share what's his favorite. Mm-hmm. Whatever you say, it. yeah, I have olfactory a philia. I have a current favorite. It's yes, short-lived, but it's mm. current okay. favorite. Mm. Very cool. But that's the beauty. You discover with your partner every day something new. Absolutely. That's what we talked with Chantal and Chippy. Yes. Well. Okay. So you started out as this little guy growing up in Pretoria. <laughs> yeah, very conservative, Afrikaans-speaking, yeah. little lighty in Pretoria. 
Yeah. We went to Afrikaans primary school, yeah. English high school. And, uh, yeah, we were brought up very liberally. And, um, yeah, that stuck with me. Never had any racial issues, homophobia issues, mm. nothing like that. So that must have made you quite different in the time you were growing up. Yeah, certain certain cultures would not accept us and sort of ostracized us as a family, um, even while we were young. And that's why we also moved over to the more acceptable English community at the time. But uh-huh. I think Afrikaans always will remain, have a soft spot in, in, in my heart. And uh, I'm always trying to, to change the stigma that people connect to Afrikaners, me being a, a liberal mm. Afrikaans-speaking person and loving the language. I have to tell you, we saw some very interesting behavior up in Mozambique from certain members of the really? community. <laughs> but that's what? So we what, are you, general, what are you looking I'm at? I'm looking on at the, the WhatsApp wall. number. I'm just tweeting it if oh, somebody wants to write okay. anything. I was just curious mm. if there was anything interesting on the no. wall the way you were looking no. at it. Usually there's like television show being recorded downstairs today. There's, and also I have two people here mm. that most of the time they were out without their clothes. I, I can't look anywhere else. I only want to look to Chantal and Chippy. So, yeah, continue that interesting story. Okay. Yeah. Although we do have clothes on it. Right now, but I can yeah. see Before through. Now. I have an extra, uh, extra eyes, and also I have those photos in front of me, so you can't lie. Yeah. <laughs> but having clothes on can change. That's true. Because clothes can come off. As long as we keep a towel on the seat, you're good to go. Of very course. Yeah. Hygienic yes. purposes. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know, just for you, and We have been given very strict instructions when we do a squirting show. We have to cover the entire studio in plastic <laughs> from floor from to ceiling. From the photos that I see here <laughs> from Sexpert, Jonty, you will need plastic on the ceiling. Mm. Chippy, okay, okay, you'll tell us the story about that lady's hair just now. Coming to see a, sex, a fantasy, beautiful, sensual show and getting all wet. No, yeah. I, think, I think the lesson there is uh, don't, uh, it's like when you go to a restaurant, don't give the waiter or the chef nonsense because you don't know what they're going to put in your food. And this <laughs> yeah. was very similar. Get I, into just, the, I just think it's hands on. Yeah. It's literally yeah. hands on. Yeah. Okay, so, so, Chippy, who are you? Before we talk about sex for Mozambique, who are you? Who's Chantal? So, Tell us. Right, so Chippy's got a whole life story that we can talk about as well. So we just want to hear the sexy parts. Part. Yeah. <laughs> we're not interested in the rest. It's cool that you started from, you didn't have too much inhibition. You were an open-minded person, right? Very open-minded. Okay. And I've always, even from school days, said, you know, try everything three times. Just to make sure that it's good or not good for you. you know? Yeah. Okay. Got to give everything a fair chance. Mm. And uh, I've always enjoyed experiencing things, mm. uh, new experiences, trying things. I don't believe in good and bad. I believe in opposites um, and the, the feeling you get from experiencing these. I think at school I was so involved with uh, cadets and singing lead roles in operators and uh, sports and that, that sex wasn't really part of my, my mindset at the time. So, uh yeah, my first sexual experience was uh, a week before I turned 21. And I think a lot of people that know me would say, no way, Chippy's not telling the truth now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it was one week before I turned 21. So, um, and I had to actually ask somebody to show me what to do to prepare me for this uh, sexual journey that laid ahead. Okay, so what did you do? How did you do that? Well, I got to the point where I said, well, who am I going to ask? You can't go and ask a friend or something. Um, so, yeah, I, I paid for a working girl and I said, listen, okay. teach me. Teach me. I need to know something. That's uh, quite a brave step at that age. Well, yeah. I mean, if all your friends are doing it and everybody's doing yeah. it, you need to learn something. That's why I think that, you know, there's definitely a place mm. for, for even that kind of work in, you know, in our 
Sama living in our in our community yeah. that we are. Yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of older cultures have have sexual initiators. Yeah, they call them fire men and fire women, mm-hmm. and they're often about initiating young people into sex and teaching them, um, which is amazing because in a lot of communities, particularly in South Africa, we don't get that. Mm-hmm. So we have so much myth and misunderstanding and misinformation and all these horrendous experiences that people have because we don't have that education. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, in Africa, mm. uh, there's actually unbelievable teachings uh, in Zimbabwe, in, in Zambia, of the more of African cultures. And even in Zimbabwe yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it should be part of, of every culture. A that, woman that and a man are learning to be better lovers. I actually heard it from people that are, you know, like CEOs of companies here in South Africa. They're like, yeah, we've been taught in our tradition how to be better lovers mm. and how to be good, really good lovers, like technique and moving your fire and your pelvis mm-hmm. and like to really hold those muscles and to be able to have sex for hours. And we white mm. people, we just lost it. <laughs> we had to rediscover it, right? Mm-hmm. So you went to an older, more experienced. So maybe, how was yeah. the first experience? Well, it was memorable, and uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, she was very sweet. Uh, it was uh, it was That's a good beautiful. experience to have. So I had a very positive experience towards mm. that. Okay. And um, yeah, well, from then, then there was no stopping Chippy. Yeah. And then, then I said, well, there's a lot to learn here. But yes, I agree with you. I mean, there should be more education mm. in in that field. Um, I think today, yes, we've got the internet, so we've got all the porn that's more freely available. Those years, it was illegal to have porn in your possession yeah. and everything. So it's maybe become a bit easier nowadays. Black smoking dub has become a bit easier. No, that's too, now the kick is out of it. Now nobody's going to smoke it anymore. <laughs> no, nobody's going to smoke it. I have to tell you my little thing on this because I would much rather everybody were happy than drunk and aggressive. Of course. It's my thing. I have just lately, and you remember we did that show earlier this year on, on when we spoke to the people who, did, who developed the rape app in Dips, Yeah, of Dips course. Stewart. Yeah, from, um. That like 95 or 98% of rape and abusive incidents there involved alcohol. Yeah, yeah that's, that was a definite number. Yeah. It's actually shocking that to know that every yeah. domestic violence and and sexual violence is involving alcohol. I must say, alcohol's never been a big turn on for mm. me. I was. Uh Intoxicated to the point of unconsciousness once in my mm. life, and it was on my 21st mm. birthday. And ever since then, I've, I've never been drunk. Any, mm. Anybody that's seen all my friends, I, it's something I like to be in control as well. And I'd like to, um, the experience for me, everything's about experiences. Mm. You'll see also when I, you know, I love dancing, so I'm spending a lot of time in nightclubs, um, but it's for the dancing. There's always alcohol around, but why take it if you can get your enjoyment from. Actually being sober mm. and enjoying it and not having a headache the next day. So when did the dancing start? Well, year 1992, my friends started calling me Chippy because mm-hmm. I danced like a little Chippendale. Yeah. And I said, okay, and the name sort of stuck wherever I danced. And, and my dancing, is, I've never been for lessons or coaching. It's always just been watch what other people do and then mm-hmm. do it my way. And it's just my way of expressing my my joy and happiness with life is is to dance. And yeah, and then two years later, in 1994, I packed up my bag, sold my little t- um, flat I had here in Randburg, went to the States, and I just said, let's experience the world. And yeah, I went up to the top of the Rocky Mountains, bottom of the Grand Canyon, spent days there, toured all over the place, Texas, rodeos, stayed in Indian teepees in Seattle, and of course, I had to go and meet the Chippendales, because okay. now... 
little chippies. So I got to meet them and dance to them and came back to South Africa and I said, I think this is what I want to do. I kind of like this attention, this, yeah. this chippy thing. So although, yeah, I started doing strip shows under the name Chippy and the chippy.co.za domain was registered at the time. Nowadays, today, it's about chippy water, so it's all clean. But those days, it was a stripper's website for male stripping. And I always did it as a part-time part-time income. I probably would have done it for free. But, yeah, the money was good. And uh, and I love the seeing women enjoying the the teas and the flirt and the, yeah. Okay. How long did you do that for? Have I stopped? Uh, <laughs> so, no. No, lately, the last few years, I mean, I'm... Approaching 50 now And there goes my age as well So it's about three years old Don't worry, you look 32 Doesn't matter Yeah, you see the thing is I hope that the people that I That I socialize with Let's call it socialize Are not listening right now Because they all think I'm in my early 30s Yeah Mm, Good So, um, but yeah Obviously in your younger days Had this Had the eight packs And had the the pecs and the lats yeah. and the deltoids and, you know, and the girls like that. But, yeah, I still got the moves. Uh, yeah, I still got the moves. What did you learn about women from dancing? Not what you know now. What did you learn then? What was your understanding then? Well, even even when the Chippendales came to visit South Africa uh, 10 years, odd years ago, I was also their bodyguard at the time mm-hmm. because I started a bodyguarding company. I trained bodyguards, had did forensic investigations. And what was interesting, you know, touring with these guys for five weeks as well and seeing these screaming women, you know, men actually behave themselves a lot better at strip clubs than what yeah. women do. So um, That's true. maybe because it's a new thing for them, they get all excited and they, you know, sweep each other up and there's a bit of alcohol and they get very uh, self-confident and they storm the stage and whatever. So... Yeah, I think it's 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 a time for for women to actually let go a little bit. No husband to to say, "Hey, behave yourself." People mm. are watching. So um, yeah, women enjoy these shows. And strange enough, I always picked up. Although I've got no problem problem with nudity and used to be a shareholder of Sun Eden, a, a naturist resort, women don't necessarily want to see everything. So the genital part, the moment they see that, like, ah, I run away. That's not what it's about. It's about the flirt and the tease, and they want to feel, wow, this guy wants me type of thing. Okay. Sun Eden's beautiful. Uh, we did an awesome photo shoot there a couple of years ago, about 50 or 60 people. It was mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a beautiful day. It's really cool. I haven't been there for a long time. When was the last time you were there? Uh, we go nowadays two or three times a year. Okay. But I mean, me and my second ex-wife, we um, we actually, like I said, had shares. We brought up our children there. My mm. son was three at the time and her daughter three. And for seven years, that's where we spent our weekends mm. and I built a nice double-story house there. And until they got to the age where they became self-conscious about their sexuality and they requested that uh, not to go to the nudist resort anymore. And we respected it and I sold my shares at the time and moved on again into different experiences. Mm. Okay. What was your first swinging experience? Mm, that was uh, not such a good one, but uh, yeah. you know, as with guys, and we see it all over. Um, we've been in the lifestyle for for a long time now, but at the time, you know, it's the idea gets uh, born with a guy. He wants other women. He loves yeah. the swinging idea. So it was the same with me. And I told my first ex-wife, "Let's do the swinging thing," and she says, "No, no, no." Eventually, we sort of came to an agreement. And at the time, I think Triple X movie was out, and she said, if you can find us a couple where the guy looks like Vin Diesel, 
I will consider this. <laughs> it's uh, amazing. Like, no, no, no. But if you find no, me somebody yeah. that looks like Jonty, then I then, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> it's like, I want, I want Chantal. So if yeah. I want you, that's fine. So, we, yeah. so, yes, we went ahead and we registered a profile on one of the swinging sites at the mm-hmm. time. I can't recall which site it was. And yeah, we've got a commerce got a way of, of saying welcome. And there a week later, well, a week later, we met this couple with uh, Vin Diesel lookalike. And <laughs> yeah, we still, you know, strange enough, uh, very nice guy. Uh, still still brying with them. <laughs> I, I'm still friends with him. Yes, That's I'm still lovely. friends with him. Wonderful. But here's the experience. So, uh, you know, they come and visit. We do the jacuzzi thing. Get used to, and he's a very gentle guy. Mm. And I'm getting a little bit nervous here because not only is he the Vin Diesel lookalike, but I mean he's got a he's got a cock like a baby's forearm, you know. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> the insecurities start now. So. That's beautiful that you mentioned mm-hmm. it, by the way. That's a real man. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but obviously, the, you know, Chippy even at that time was very confident mm. about his sexuality and had numerous experiences. And the agreement then was at the time, okay, four of us on the bed, he would slowly penetrate. We'll give her the chance. And if she's okay with it, you know, we take it from there. Okay, so uh, we're on the bed and, and he's busy penetrating and he goes in and she's like, oh, all this ecstasy. And <laughs> maybe seconds later, she's got this orgasm. And then now it's for me, time for me to start. Yeah. Little Chippy was gone. There was no <laughs> little Chippy to be found. And just by the way, in a, for a lot of men in a first experience of that nature, that happens. We see that all the time. Yeah. I mean, me and Chantal being ambassadors of the lifestyle as mm. well, the swinging lifestyle, we, we meet a lot of newbies. We call these newbies vanillas. Um, white, pure, very pure still vanilla. And, um, and we tell the people, you know, don't rush it. And we even tell them about our experiences of it. You know, don't expect that it's mm. going to be this first time wild thing. It, you know, a lot of things can happen. Absolutely. And I mean, it's not just uh, the disappearance of of your manhood, but the second time, two weeks later, we said, let's try it again. And Mr. Vin Diesel was very nice. He even brought a friend with, you know, so Chippy had... Two goals uh-huh. to entertain him this time. And that's a fascinating thing because a lot of guys can't even fully satisfy one woman and their big fantasy is two and they have no clue what they're actually going to do with mm. two women. I'll tell you about my three women just now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and we're seeking the number four. Yeah. It will, then, then you'll tell us what to do with I'll four women. I'll try everything three times. But you know yeah. what? If you have enough time, enough lube, enough time, enough patience and enough compassion and love in your heart, there's... You can you can pleasure endless amount of people. There's, it's a, just there's a great story that comes from Playboy TV made a very interesting reality series called Swing. Yeah. So it's a, there's a swingers mansion. There's like five permanent couples, and in every episode they bring another couple in to explore their fantasies. Mm-hmm. And it's really it's it's fascinating stuff, and it gives people a really good insight into some of the swingers world. Mm-hmm. So they're interviewing the one couple, and she says, "My fantasy for for you." She's talking to her partner is a woman on each hand, one squatting over him, and one on his cock. And he looks at her and he says, "That just seems like so much work." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's not always a just just not just only the physical, but mm. the emotional care that mm. goes mm. with. Having more than one goal, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. So what was the second experience like? So the second experience, we've got two goals, and, and Chippy will be fine. Um, and there's a mattress on the floor, and yeah. Vinny and my wife's on the floor, so it's not this visual distraction for me. 
And the two girls are teasing me and the build-ups there and little Chip is, is all there ready for the moment. And, uh, yeah, then I heard a moan. So obviously he's, he's inside her again. Mm-hmm. And the girls decide it's time, like you say, one on the face, one on the hips. And little Chippy said, wow, this is great. Three seconds, doof, gone, finished. <laughs> so, yes, my first two experiences were not good. And we also did the swinging for the wrong reasons. Mm. Um, at the time, our marriage was already very rocky. It was in a, a, a path where we were considering divorce. Mm. And we thought, let's try the swinging. One thing I can say, swinging will never, ever save your marriage. A lot of people think that. Will never. I think because they're in trouble that they're really sexually bored, this is going to bring the excitement. Mm-hmm. But it's an external excitement. Great. And so you do that. It's exciting for six weeks. Mm-hmm. Then what? And then you need more and more and more. And you've lost each other in that. Yeah. So there will always be. The truth comes out. Mm. Yeah. The dynamic. You know, if you're not interested in one another, as you said, Chippy, before when we had a conversation before the show, that. The best thing that you do with Chantal is to go and, you know, and, and to have an experience with another woman because you want to enjoy her pleasure. You want to see her enjoying. Mm. You want to expand. And if you're just not interested and you're sending her to fuck someone and you go with the new girl, but you pick it up, you know, your wife picks it up or it's, it's not swinging. It's called, I don't know, the, taking, away. taking the garbage out. I don't yeah. know. It's actually very disturbing to see it in a swingers club. Mm-hmm. You see couples that are very unhappy there. Correct, correct. Yeah. And then, they, like I said, they, the reason for them doing it is, is the wrong reason. It should be something that you enjoy as a couple together. Mm. Um, me personally, I get, I get a kick out of seeing my partner enjoying herself, mm. being on the outside of this experience whoop, whoop. and to see her reaching climax and just, and every now and then she would look at me and give me the wink or give me the, oh, this is good. This and, is so selfless. Yeah. How, how did you get there? You know, the real word for that, we've used it often yeah. as a daily dictionary word. Well, not often. We've used yeah. it once, but it's an important word, compersion. So it's a really important concept, and it's about getting pleasure from your partner being pleasured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Mm. That's exactly what it is. I'm going to tattoo it. <laughs> I think it's important to send it as a message. <laughs> no, really. It's a person you love. You want mm. them to have pleasure. Look, it wasn't an easy road to get It's to never easy because mm. we're fucking judgmental and jealous. We mm-hmm. are horrible human beings, but that's fine. We're learning. Look, you... I met Chantal when I reached a point in my life where I wanted to try something new. I said, polygamy, is that possible? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, let's give it a try. I've, I've, I've tried so many things yeah. in my life. Uh, why not polygamy? And for, so, for two years, I had a polygamous living relationship with Three goals. So is this mm. where the idea of the Chippy Mansion was born? Correct. So there's a Playboy Mansion and you yeah. and all these girls. So Chippy and all these girls. And, yeah, no, well, we've got a nice place that, that, that I live in. And uh, the Chippy Mansion was, was, was born. Okay. And uh, had three girls living with, in with me. And Chantel was one of them. She was one of the angels. So we had a Holly who was, you know, Hugh's main girl is Holly. And Chantel was Holly at the time. Okay. And we had uh, Kendra, a naughty little shit. She was 20 at the time that lived with us, and she turned 21. And uh, then we also had uh, Crystal, I think, and uh, Bridget. We also had a Bridget at one point when Crystal left. So everybody got given these names based on their personalities compared to the Playboy Mansion. And it was fun times. But... Uh, yeah, it was also very challenging times. Uh, like I say, it, it's not about the physical mm. uh, stimulation. Yeah. I can remember 
some of the fights we had. Um, I would spend. <laughs> Chantal's laughing. Finally, yeah. we, you, she's not that serious uh, as you think. She's the culprit one in this specific <laughs> one because I would spend 20 minutes, 15 seconds having sex with her on Tuesday night. So Wednesday night, it is Kendra's turn, maybe, and I would sp- spend 21 minutes with her, and I would be in so much You're in shit. shit. Yeah. You know. Why the extra 45 seconds? What, you know, what's the difference? So the emotional balance was the difficult one. Mm. But we loved it. The girls loved each other. It was really a good time that we enjoyed. How did you get involved in that? Chantal? <laughs> it's okay, Chantal. Um, I was previously also in the lifestyle. I met Chippy in the lifestyle. So I was open where, in a relationship where we had a girlfriend as well. Okay. It did not end well for me in that relationship, but I decided that I'm not against it. So when I met him and he suggested it, I was open to try it because uh, of my previous experience. I found that I really actually loved the other lady in our relationship. And I also found this to be true uh, when we had all the other girls living there Hmm. because I am bi as well. Yeah. So it's you actually loved you actually trusted her as a person. Yes. You just you could find mm. first of all the connection with the other human being. Yes, mm. I loved him equally as I loved him. Wonderful. And being part of a living community, how was that? As opposed to just having an experience with somebody or spending a weekend and then off you go back home. It was actually quite interesting because we became like friends as well. Mm-hmm. So if he was doing our other things, then, you know, two of us, uh, of the girls would sit and we'll social and we'll have fun together while he was spending time with the other girl. So I think it actually worked out quite well. Okay. I, I think women that are listening, because that's my first instinct, are like, how do you share your man and he's yours? You know, we have this understanding that something is ours and we have this understanding of, of control and we have this understanding of this is mine. And if I'm going to keep it in a closed cage, you know, he's going to stay there. I think that's important. Mm. You know, I mean, mm. if Chantal no longer wishes to be with me, it is her right to move on. Mm. And vice versa. So my action should not be to confine her into this space and to make her feel scared of leaving. My action should rather be to make it for her so enjoyable that she wants to stay. Mm. And that is great. Being free, but they're staying. Then you know mm. they love you. So what happened to end all this and you ended up being number one at top of the hip? What happened? So I think one thing... That's very, very important. Well, there's two things in my life that I, that I sort of treasure and that's very important to me. One is I'm totally against drug abuse. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one thing I do not do, have not experimented with and do not have the desire to experiment with it. And other people who do experiment with it, that's their prerogative and that's fine. Um, yes, I did say I try and experience everything in life. Um, but I think as with everybody, you're sort of selective of what you want to experience and whatnot. So the one – and the other thing is trust, honesty. Um, honesty is very, very important to me. Uh, don't ask me a question if you don't want to hear the truth. Mm. I'm very, very straightforward. And don't lie to me. Uh, maybe it's the 18 years as a forensic investigator working with crime and, and fraud and everything that, that sort of puts me off this this thing. So be true to yourself. And I also tell the people that work with me in my IT company, you know, if you make a mistake, 
please come and tell me. Mm. Yes, I will be angry with you for a minute, five minutes, maybe half an hour, but then I can try and rectify it, save the situation if I know what happened. Mm. I don't want to find it out from the client later or anything like that. So, yeah, honesty. So, yes, the girls moved on in life as they broke certain rules in the house. And um, then at some point, there was one was replaced with another. And then we got to the point where it was only Chantal left. And I said, well, let's embrace this uh, again as a new experience. And, uh, yeah, she's been very persistent holding on to this relationship. Yeah. And uh, It looks like you're also persistent. Yeah. We actually got, you know, it's easy to love. I can love very, very easily and very quickly. Within, within minutes, I can generate a feeling of, of love to a woman or mm. man for that matter. Um, but to actually the connection that me and Chantal have is, is something so special that we've built up over the last, what, two years that we've been alone together, just the two of us. Mm. And, um, I think people see that. They see it. In the way we look at each other In the, in the way we, we touch and everything and, and people know we do everything together We're very uh, Prominent in the biking community and, and the one rally we hosted She was supposed to go and work at the gate She was supposed to go and work at the gate And I was the MC of the rally And we just said no Chantal is part of Chippy We do everything together and then she had to give up her gay duties and help me at this at the stage. So mm. yeah, I think we, I mean she even resigned about a year ago as a legal secretary, and she's now also working at my IT company. Mm. So we spend twenty four seven every minute. Together. You're a good team. Very good team. Yeah, look, sometimes I have to like take a deep breath <laughs> and try and understand. But yeah, every relationship has its. Um, you've got to work on it. So who set yeah. the rules in yeah. the house? Who made the rules? Everything is Chippy's rules. Okay. It's my way. Okay. 99% of the time, my advice is the right advice. <gasps> well, so everybody would be happy <laughs> if they just listened to you. Just listen to Chippy. He's Maybe always when right. Zuma yeah. walks away, we can just, yeah. you know, move Chippy a little bit closer. Yeah. Uh, I'll think, give me five minutes with Zuma and I'll change his mind. Yeah. He'll be a good guy. That yeah. sounds like an interesting idea. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So how was it going from being part of this big household to just a one-on-one relationship? I think for me, it's quite an easy, adaptable situation. Um, I love him. And the most important part through all of this was me being with him. The other girls I loved, and I loved having them in the house. And I had absolutely no jealousy issues or any problem with them being there. It was fun for the time it lasted. So... When they left, I took it as it's a new experience, and now it's just me and him, and I love it just for me and him. But if another girl should come along, and I'm open to the suggestion to have another girls in the house again. If that happened, would that be a discussion between you guys, or would it be your decision? I don't really see it happening that like the way it was before. Hmm. In the beginning, I made it very clear, all three girls are equal. There can never be that equality again because Chantal's been with me so long. For so, so long. So she's like wife number one. She will be wife number or girlfriend number one okay. at the time. So I think the the wife thing, and we've seen it, you know, the moment yeah. you get married, then personalities change. Yeah. Mm. I've, I've seen it now twice, and I've heard from so many people, mm. you know, you put the ring on, and they think they've got this guy, you know. So I don't think then Chantal will necessarily get married. No. Nope. Although at 
at the time of their polygamous relationships, I thought that could be quite cool to actually marry all three at yeah. the same time. You know, do it. Uh, um, what do they call it? Uh, custom, customary law mm. marriage, and see if we could do that. That was something that sort of tickled me. But uh, I don't see us get married. Why? Why fuck it up? It's a, it's a good relationship mm. we have at this point. Yeah, very okay. good, and it works for both of us. Okay. So, question for you, Chantel, that comes out of this: Do you think that jealousy is something that's inside somebody, or it's something that can be worked on? So, you've been in in <clears throat> in open relationships. And are still living in that lifestyle Do you think the jealousy aspect Is something that is inside somebody Some people have it and some don't No I would say There is different types of jealousy oh. There's your rational type of jealousy Which is a good type of jealousy If I can explain it in that manner mm. Keeps us alive Keeps um, us on our toes For me it's Sharing him, but somebody mustn't try and take him away from me. Okay. That is when I would say I become jealous. Okay. Because so you I can want share him, the pleasure I, experiences. Yes, I I want him to stay with me because mm. I do love him. Um, so that aspect, yes, I might be a little bit jealous then, but seeing him with other people, I like seeing him. I enjoy the pleasure that it brings and the pleasure he gives. I think also because she's a she's a sub, uh, she comes out of a relationship where they were a BDSM and he was the dom and she was the sub. With me, I tried it one or two times. Um, we went to a BDSM party, and at the party we were now, you know, the vanillas for two BDSM, yeah. and we had to do the intro and the walkthrough. And then the guy was taking us through, took us past the dance floor, and he said, "Okay, sorry, one rule, please don't." Defecate on the dance floor Who oh, the fuck would <laughs> shit on the dance floor then? But apparently that's somebody's fantasy You know So so that, that side of it uh, Hasn't really um, Tickled me that much mm. Sometimes I must say About two years ago at Sexpo Was my first experience of being flogged And I really really got a kick out of it It was Being flogged Being flogged Yeah, yeah. Mm. The guy the guy hit me And as I walked away They called me back They said No if it's first wipe off The blood off your back To, to that point And uh, To date There are two guys That um, I enjoy it When they flog me Not for the pain mm. Not for the pain For the reaction Of the people That are watching mm. So When I get flogged At the club Or whatever We use a soft flogger Firstly The soft Soft leather yeah. one And then the guy Beats the shit out of me Okay f As hard as he can Yes, there's a little bit of skin being broken in that, but it's not as bad as it looks. And I get my kick from watching the people. And I say, this guy's mad. Look at him being beaten like this, you know. You like and, to break the yeah. norm. So, so that's where I get my kick, not from mm. the pain, but from the reaction of the people. Chantal, can I just ask you about your relationship as a sub? How did you get to the BDSM world? It was... Um Of my marriage, when the other lady was involved in our relationship, she introduced us to the BDSM world, and so I got to know a little bit more about it, and I found my place there. Mm. So it was in the marriage? Yes. Okay. So for me not wanting to hurt her, me not mm. being a person who physically can harm a woman, and it's just something I can't do, I don't mm. want to do, um, I found that our relationship is still that of a dominant sub, but on a psychological mm. level. So when you asked me just now, is it only my decision? Well, yes, I do listen to Chantal's opinions. I do take it into account. But in the end of the day, the Chippy Mansion is run by Chippy. Mm. And um, 
which is not a bad thing because Chantal is a follower by personality. And it doesn't mean that she's not allowed to go and do things. I mean, she's seen a friend uh, starting pole dancing lessons now as of from next week. And that she goes and does on her own. So that's fine. So she can still take certain decisions on her own. But when it comes to us, that decision is basically up to Chippy based on information that she also presented. Yeah. So going from a full-time BDSM relationship into something that wasn't, was did that bring up a lack in you? Was something missing? No, actually not. Um, Chippy's basically brought to see me that there is opposites in life. So the experience that I got from the BDSM, which I felt that I needed, he's also now providing the exact same feeling, but in a different manner. Mm. So the need is being fulfilled. Yes. And it's, it is a need in you to have that in your life. Yes, I think so. Look, I think you get, people are different. You do get leaders and you do get followers and it's, there's no right and wrong. And, uh, followers like to be, to be led. So, yeah. Okay. How did you get to be running a swingers club? Just another detail. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just somewhere between the Chippy Mansion and yeah. the Chippy brand and the yeah. traveling around the world with, yeah. So, yeah, what's going on there? So, yeah, a few years ago, I decided, you know, this Chippy Chippy everything and Chippy Mansion, let, let's start a Chippy water brand. So I sourced the, the purest water that there was and mm. started the, the Chippy water brand. And I thought maybe we'll start a clothing range soon. And, um, and then, an opportunity arose where people said, you know, there's never been a swingers club in Pretoria. And um, at the time, last year, April, one of the other swinger clubs bought out a competitive swingers club in, in, in Midrange Hoburg, which they have since now sold again in December. And I just thought, no, let's, now's a good time. Let's start a swingers club in Pretoria. At the time when the, with the politics and who's mm. buying who out and whatever. And we started it and it's been an amazing success. Club privilege in, in Pretoria. Um, now keep in mind, mostly Afrikaans speaking in Pretoria. And it's amazing how conservative the Afrikaans community is, but how open they are to new experiences and wanting to try things. So yes, we've got a lot of Soki and Afrikaans music playing in the background. Okay. And also, you know, we alter the music and, and it's really an amazing venue and, and, and people are loving it there. So, why did we start? Well, there was a need for it. Pretoria had a big need for swinging. Mm, there's always been a big swingers community there. Correct. And they yeah. traveled to Midrand or, mm. or Joburg to go and uh, party there. Mm. So now the facilities are being provided. We, we actually say it's a swingers-friendly club. Um, you don't have to swing when you get there because that's most people's fear. You know, get there, is there going to be a big orgy, keys and mm. that? No, no, not, not at all. Swingers-friendly. We provide the environment. If you... All our rooms have their own private jacuzzis, toilets, and showers in, uh, which is very unique. Um, if you, want, you and your wife want to go to a room and spend an hour in a jacuzzi, just the two of you, that's fine. Nobody's going to ask questions, judge you. or. And I always say to the new people, take it slow. Take it as slow as you want to. This whole swigging experience, it's about the two of you. Never do anything to impress other people or because they ask for it. Make sure between the two of you, you are okay with it. And then from there, you know, move on to maybe voyeurism, watch others or let others watch you uh, in our big voyeur room that we've got. Uh, then maybe move to soft swinging. From there, maybe you can go to full swinging. And 
And, you know, it, it just grows. There's, a, there's no end to it. Um, you mentioned just now about the, the fantasies, you know. Sometimes I believe certain fantasies have to remain fantasies because what I've noticed is a person's brain, the moment you live out a fantasy, immediately thereafter, your brain starts generating a new fantasy. Mm. Um, so certain fantasies need to be left out. But if you feel you need to experience something, my recommendation is go for it. How many people had an average party at the club? So we, the partners that I have, we are five partners in the, in the company. Um, we started up, and the reason was that they all got their own businesses as well. And the reason I involved other people in it as well is because it mustn't be work for us. So we don't have any staff working for us between the five of us, well, except for the bar lady. Between the five of us, we run it. We're the host to the party. Mm. For us, it's a place where we can party with our friends. So it's a lot like the Cheers pub from years ago on TV, a place where you feel home, mm -hmm. okay? Um, we're creating a family and, and people are enjoying it there. They, every event, there are at least three, three of the owners yeah. there and, and partying with the people. So for us, it's not about making money. We've got a capacity of 80 people, uh, four single guys, four single girls, 40 couples, and that's our restrictions for the evenings. So, okay. so that it's not over full because we're not chasing the money. It's about having a good time mm. and a good body. It's a members okay. club, eh? You can only members get club. invited or Correct. accepted. Mm. Okay. It's a members club via reference of somebody that's already a member. Mm -hmm. And um, then also then there's verification mm -hmm. that needs to take place. And, um, you know, we also determine whether you will fit into the larger community um, at the club mm. because not everybody fits into mm -hmm. all social groups. So we, your, your membership is determined on that as well. Okay. Why did you guys come to get involved with us at Sexpo. I mean, I'm incredibly glad that you did it. We had yeah, an awesome time together. Yeah, and for the listeners that just, the, yeah, just tuned in, the they motivation can see, for that? can see their photos mm. on t all over Twitter. Yeah. Well, Jonty's the sex guru of South Africa. You know, if you want to learn more, that's where you go to. You go to Jonty, you go to Eros Life. And yes, I've seen, I've actually attended one of uh, your presentations at uh, one of the other swingers clubs and I've seen how you, how you work and and I thought, you know, this could be a new experience, sensual massaging. Let's let's see what it's about. And I must say, it was an amazing, amazing experience. Mm. Learned so much from you. Learned that the soft touch and, and and feeling, and that we should not only focus on the visual, you know, visual of strippers, porn, what you can see, but experiencing touch, sensuality. It was a really, really good time. I think life-changing those four mm. days, definitely. So tell us the squirting story. John <laughs> <laughs> is very amused today. He's like completely removed from the experience. It was amazing. I'm just yeah. looking at the photos to see. First of all, you guys have great bodies. Okay, mm. let's start with that. It helps sometimes because it gives you an appetite to do it with your wife. the visual again. Yeah, so one of the yeah. things we did at, at Sexpo was running the theater of the erotic. And part yeah. of that was a squirting show. Mm -hmm. With an incredible woman, very she's, popular. Show. She's phenomenal, Monique. Oh, yes. What she was no, able she's such to a lovely, do. Such a lovely girl. So one show, these so, people walk in. And so yeah, by Saturday we've been there four days, and uh, the theatre is full. It was jam packed. All two hundred odd seats were full. There were about fifty people standing around at the back, each paying the entrance fee. And about as the show started, and John T got mm -hmm. on the stage with Monique, there's this one couple coming in, <laughs> late twenties. And he's demanding a seat because he's paid for a seat, yeah. you know. He's now paid again. He wants a seat. He doesn't <laughs> want to stand. 
<laughs> so the little devil in me woke up and said, come, I'll give you front row seats. And I took them around and I placed them on the floor. And I said, yeah, guys, sorry, you can sit right in front and watch it from the floor. And they were so happy. And John is busy giving this massage, working Monique up. And I'm just like waiting. I know what's going to come next. I mean, the show just before that, Monique reached the first row of audience mm. with a squirting. And when she squirted, she hit this girl spot on, on the big hairdo that she had, <laughs> this modern hairdo. And the whole crowd laughed. And yeah, it was, it was really funny to, to see them. So next time somebody, the door tells you it's full, you know, go and stand. <laughs> no, I don't know. If you, if you want to go and learn Absolutely. to swim, go and swim in the water. Absolutely. Literally. Yeah. Literally. What did you enjoy most about sex by Chantal? I loved the experience between me and him. Mm. Everything that we learned from you, I think, was very positive and a new experience that brought new things back to our relationship. And being there with all those people, how is that for you? I think me and him, we have always been exhibitionists in some form. Mm -hmm. So it also gave me a kick, basically. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think this uh, after-sexpo effect is, is good for our relationship. Mm. Um, I mean, the other night we had a nice candle. I was busy working until about 7, 8 o'clock. My office is being from home. And she said, come up, come up, come up. Get in the candles are burning all over and the massage mm. bed is there. And we got our coconut oil. We got yeah. our, the coconut, yeah? Yes. Co- coconut oil that we bought all. And... Uh, my bottom bar of the of the house, we've taken all the bar stuff out, changed it into a studio, massage bed down there now as well. So, yes, it's a, it's all new experience and again work because now you've got to put away time mm. to be slow. You know, life is so fast and I'm a fast paced type of guy. My energy lies in my dancing and me me moving around and 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 people love that. But with essential touch, you actually got to stop, go down to zero and say right slowly from here. So, which is a very good learning curve, and it brings a relaxation back into my life. Mm. That is so beautiful. Somehow he manages to say it like, you know, like people actually say, oh, it's a commercial. Mm. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's bring the sensuality in. But it's cool because usually yeah. John, you know, explains it and people just like, no, dude, I just want something thrilling, you know. Mm. I just want the chick to bounce up and down. You know, like, that's what I want, something exciting. And the excitement is something which is short-lived. We chatted about it a little bit earlier. And it's cool to hear it from somebody like you and somebody like you, Chantal, that actually living, did everything, you know, lived in a mansion or still living in a mansion, you know, doing the swinging parties, talking about sensuality as an important ingredient, as a vital ingredient in your relationship. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you can use it for also de-stress, mm-hmm. for really for connection time. You know, it's not just... Well, a, you know, that's very interesting that you say that about the de-stress okay. thing because there was a study done recently on, on some of the reasons yeah. people have sex and, and, and connected to levels of health. Mm-hmm. And about 10% of women in the study said orgasm is their primary stress release. It's, mm-hmm. it's actually very Much more than, than, than pleasure. Mm-hmm. It's the primary way of relieving their stress. Wow. Okay. And that's why you get this really, really angry face when it's you came first. Way. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. 
What's next for Chippy? <laughs> well, end of last year, we had a, I had a song written about Chippy's life, the Chippy okay. song. It's yeah. on YouTube and Facebook and cool. gave it to you guys as well. Uh, it was written in Afrikaans. Again, the love for Afrikaans. But I since also realized that it's a very limited audience mm. that you have. So, yeah, the weekend I already met somebody that's interested in rewriting it for us in, in English. So okay. we then, you know, have it open there as well. But yeah, it's a very nice, uh, song in Afrikaans and it's all about my life. Are you singing it? Not at all. No. I cannot okay. sing. I cannot sing. I can dance, but yeah. I cannot sing. Okay. But it's, um, yes, if people listen to it, um, it is about me. A lot of people ask, oh, is that a song that you associate with? No, it's from my military days mm. to my bodyguarding days to basically all the places I've been. Not all the places. I mean, I've been all over the world, China and Germany and all over. But who's performing? Who's singing? It's, a, it's an unknown artist. Mm. Um, you know, I believe in giving people chances in life. And uh, Chip is also big into uh, supporting charities and things like that. In Pretoria, we've got Volma. Uh, it's, a, it's a very poor area. And end of last year, Chip is sponsored a thousand uh, packets of sweets and cool drinks, whatever, for the kids there. And we did a show, their music show. And, and there's a Volmer Omgia group, because all Afrikaans there, that we're part of. Uh, we're also busy with a, a little project. Um, so, so this singer, unknown singer, was given the opportunity to be part of the Chippy brand, mm. nice salary and everything. But she did not want to say goodbye to certain negative influences in her life. And that was very important to me. If you want to be part of the, the Chippy brand, the Chippy name, you know, you've got to have, you've got to be open to change. So she was bought out of the song. Mm. Uh, so currently our little project that we're mm. busy with, it's a two-year project with Norma where um, – it's a very sad story, a lot of negative stuff. She's cut out a lot. When we met her, she was in a wheelchair. She's got grade seven behind her name. She's currently living with us. Uh, nothing sexual, nothing involved with that. And, um, yeah, she's busy with her grade 10. She went to, from a wheelchair to a walker to crutches, and now she's doing short little walks on her own already. Yeah, we met her yeah. on the setup for Sexpo, and it was yeah. fantastic. Very sweet girl and open to learning, open to, to, to listening and to putting it into practice in our life. So, yeah, there's a lot of charity around Chippy as well and giving back to people mm. um, non-sexually as well, which I think is important. If you want to receive in life, you've got to give as well. Fantastic. So, our dirty dictionary word of olfactory philia is being aroused by smells. Your body, your body well, smell. Well, all sorts of smells. Ah, I thought it's only your no, body no, no. Par no, it partner. Can be all sorts of smells. Okay, I thought it's like. So it's generally the prime, the prime um, motivator for a lot of people are body odors and personal smells, but there are more. So, what is your favorite smell? Well, I would like to be kinky and say something like, you know, the balls yes. or something like that, but that's not the truth. I, I really get turned on by the skin smell. Mm. So like the, when you just, like yesterday, I did a whole sensual massage with my mm. nose to my partner, mm. just glide my nose and smelling him. And I just, I got so turned on just by that. So I would say his smell, his natural smell of his skin Beautiful. specifically now. Chippy, your favorite smell? It turns you on. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I'm also a visual type of mm. person, but yes, um, what kind of smell do I, do I like? I can actually not uh, pinpoint something exactly. Is it a yes, perfume or her? No, strange enough, not. Um, 
the skin smell is very nice, but I don't want to copy you now. You no, it's okay. Say, it's okay. We can we share. It's not a bad thing. We can thing. share. It's not okay. It can okay. be also, you know, a nice but, bry yeah, <laughs> that uh-huh. also turns you on. Yeah. Also can happen. Maybe the smell of Jack Daniels. Uh, okay. I'm not a big drinker, but I do love, uh, I've got a quiet taste for Jack Daniels. Mm. I think part of my, I mean, the chippy name is a registered trademark mm. and the brand as well. And there's a double three on, on, on this trademark. The three. The number, number of the whiskey, seven barrels. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love, I love my Jack Daniels. So let's say, uh, yes, I enjoy the smell of a Jack. Okay. Okay. Chantel, turn on smell. There's a certain men's, um, perfume deodorant mm-hmm. that I particularly like. Okay. Mm. Do I have it? Yes, hopefully. <laughs> okay, okay, I was just checking out. <laughs> okay. Chanty? So for me, the past week, it's vinegar. Vinegar? Yeah, so we got some bites up in Mozambique. And the village we were in, really small village, not a lot of stuff. So we did some web research. Vinegar was the best thing for the bite. So there we were smearing each other with vinegar. Well, I think it's right after piss, no? (laughs) Because I know for bites, it's... Yeah, urination so is very vinegar good. Was really good. So vinegar turns you on so right that's now. That's what it is, which is really, really <laughs> that's just cool. Because you're yes. crazy in love with your partner. What a flow massage on the 18th. I have customers that have begged me to tell them. Well, when, yeah. you better because it's, it's really the last it's one. getting. Yeah, I know. No, it's not the last okay. one, but it's getting really it's full, really fast. Oh, okay. And I hope you guys are going to be there on the 18th, Tuesday, the 18th, seven o'clock. Okay. That wasn't a question. <laughs> oh, it wasn't a question. Okay. It wasn't yeah. a question. Master, you are there. Master um, spoken. Mm. And a new a new workshop I'm doing on the 2018 seven is 20. Four twenty-five. The twenty. It's the week after water massage. Okay. Which is on communication. How to communicate in a relationship and sexual communication. Thing. So that's really, really awesome. Twent- which day is it? Um, the water massage is the 18th. 18th Tuesday. And then 25th tu- uh, Tuesday as yeah. well. Yeah. I don't know if we set the 24th or 25th, but they will go out in our newsletter okay, cool. as well. So visit us on www.eroslife.co.za. Baby, thank you for smearing me with... Vinegar. And I love smearing Are we gonna you listen with vinegar. We're going to listen to song. the chippy song. Oh, so cool. thank you guys awesome. for being with thank us you, this John morning. And I really look forward to, to learning and sharing more and, and helping you guys get more of this beautiful, sensual world out there. Thank you for your teachings. You're really a great master in that. Thank you. We wish you all so much pleasure. Cliffcentral.com.